Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Wednesday, December 8th, your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high quality content that still sort of can't believe that Mike Yo is currently the head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. It's a new look. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Flyers to keep up to date on all the Flyers news, our episodes, all that good stuff. You can also email the show at LockdownFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at Armiriam. I'm here as always with Russ Cohen, who is on Twitter at Sportsology. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. On today's show, we are going to get caught up on the latest and greatest in Flyers news, including a waivers pickup and preview tonight's game against the New Jersey Devils. And then we will get into our mailbag. Locked on Flyers is free and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you are listening. So subscribe and you will get all of our episodes here on the Locked on Sports Network. All right, Russ, so Flyers uh, in a terrible timing situation did not have practice yesterday because of the CBA uh, mandated day off since they just had back-to-back games. Uh, Would have been good even just to have a light practice session for Mike Yo to to get some work in. But I think that's just on ice. I think he is allowed to uh, talk to players off ice. And I think that's what he said he was going to do. Yeah, it's just really unfortunate timing. But hopefully at least he's able to talk to some guys, like you said, and maybe, you know, set some expectations for the game tonight. Yeah, it would be a good thing to do for sure. The main story from yesterday, I know it's hard after the day before with everything happening, um, but Flyers did pick up from the Florida Panthers off waivers Kevin Connaughton as an extra defenseman. And I think, you know, the main thing for me in this pickup is that it kind of proves what we have been saying all along is that, you know, they do need an extra defenseman for this road trip, but it's very clear that Igor Zamula is not ready. And obviously Cam York is, is still out on COVID protocols as far as we are aware. Yeah. There, there's no reason to throw them into this yet. There may be a time for them when they've got some good play under their belt. And it's not like they're playing poorly. It's just it's not enough yet. But again, that's the whole thing with Lehigh. This is a good pickup in the sense that he is the opposite. Connaughton is the opposite of Sealer. So he is at least a puck-moving defenseman. And again, if you're looking to hold on to the puck, it is a good thing if you could have a guy who could skate it out a little bit because Sealer doesn't really do that good of a job with it. And Connaughton does have a good first pass. So at least... There's that. You're not expecting points out of him. I know he had like 21 points with Arizona. You're not expecting any of that other than just to play a halfway decent defense and get the puck out. A slight upgrade better than, you know, keeping Sealer in for game number or whatever, you know. You know, I do wonder if they'll put him in the lineup 
versus the Devils tonight just to kind of test him out and see how he might pair up with Yandel or see if there's a better combination that'll fit just so that, you know, they if they do put him in in other games, because obviously they need the extra for the road trip, like I said, you know, what situation might make the most sense? I don't have a problem putting him in there against the Devils because I think you just have to see. I mean, it's not like you're breaking up anything great. This is going to be a time for experimentation. It is. Speaking of that, looking at the forward side of things, uh, you and I were talking before we started recording that, you know, they've been sending people up and down to bank cap space. So it's very possible that Bunneman will get the call up in terms of going on the the road trip out west, that they'll make right. a last minute decision against the Devils in terms of any potential injuries and will they need to throw them in the lineup, but they don't need an extra forward for that game. Yeah, I think that's probably what'll happen. What'll be more interesting is, will they send one of their assistants down back to Lehigh to coach it and have another assistant instead? Yeah, as of recording, we have not gotten any additional information on coaching staff and and what their plan is there to support Mike Yo. Um, looking at the rest of the forwards, though, do you think that Yo mixes anything up again tonight, or do you think that you know he's going to stick at least with those top two lines that seem to m- look marginally better? I think he's sticking with everything. I mean, at this point. The only change you might do is move up Atkinson, move down JVR, because JVR is just totally invisible. That's probably the only change, because otherwise, I mean, you did score goals. So at least you, you're hoping you'll at least score goals again. So I think that's the, um, the one change they really could make here. If there were better players on the fourth line, I'd move JVR to the fourth line, but they're just he's lucky there's just not better players. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. And in, in looking at those lines, absolutely keep that Couture line together with Lindblom and, yes. and Konechny. They had some really good moments, and obviously Oscar scored the other night. And um, Drew and Frost are very good together. I, I, th- I think you're right in terms of moving Atkinson up and JVR down. If you're going to have, like, I, it, I don't want to call it a deadweight line because Lawton actually is pretty good and has some real good moves out there but I just I would rather have a much more rock solid top six Kevin Hayes could still set up Lawton because he's really not going to be able to shoot very well but he could pass really well and so that would help Lawton and still Hayes could try and help JVR that could improve things so looking ahead to tonight's game it's very interesting because the Devils are in a bit of a similar situation to the Flyers. They have not won since they played the Flyers, which does not Mm -hmm. bode well for us in terms of hockey karma. But, you know, they lost to the Sharks, the Wild, the Jets, and ostensibly they probably should have beat Ottawa the other night, but wound up losing in a shootout in that game and just a lot of missed opportunities in that game. So the Devils are in a very similar must-win situation for them. Yeah, scoring-wise, they're not doing great. I mean, Jesper Bratz leading the team, that's not what you would expect. But Hughes was out for such a long stretch that that part I could see, and I'm not sure Hughes was going to lead the team. Anyhow, Dawson Mercer's been a real revelation. Like, he's played in every situation you'd want him to and has really impacted other players, too, 
by making him better. So he he's a dangerous player for them. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's going to be dangerous for sure. Ryan Graves has been really good for them. Like, you know, just imagine if the Avalanche had Ryan Graves last night instead of Jack Johnson, how much different that would look. Um, so I don't even want to think about that. I know you don't. Or Bowen Byram, who poor kid's got probably concussion problems still. But um, yeah, you don't want to look at that. But Ryan Graves is, is has been really good for the Devils, and so you know between those two, Ty Smith and PK Subban, although he can't really play that great anymore, he's up to five slew foot, so that's worth. I know. For. I was gonna say, oh, who's he gonna slew foot on the Flyers? I mean, we we might as well start that up because certainly. Like, what are the odds on that? I don't know. This certainly could happen. But uh, forward-wise, I think the Flyers match up okay against the Devils, except for that speed factor. That's the thing is they're going to have to try and keep the puck away from those guys. But this is a, a much more manageable game if they can play the basics and not make too many mistakes. If they're going to just line up in the penalty box again, obviously that's going to be a problem. Yeah, and I think one of the ways you combat the devil's having a little more speed than the flyers do is you make, you know, more deliberate, shorter passes and make Mm -hmm. sure that they're using like the full breadth of the ice in order to get up into the offensive zone and do some more of that puck carrying that they were doing against the avalanche, but just make it crisper and quicker. Yeah. I think, I think that's a definite possibility. Uh, Especially if you put Connaughton in there, then, you could have even him carrying it over Yandel. I know that sounds crazy, but Yandel's been a little too turnovery lately. So um, that could be a good thing if he feels comfortable in that game. So I definitely would push for, for both of those things. This looks like it'll be another matchup, too, of of best friends in Carter Hart and Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah, I hope uh, Carter's feeling a little bit better this time around, but... <laughs> We'll we'll see how that goes. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Prime and Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin are renowned as the best feel in beer products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the U.S. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that doesn't feel good on the skin. We took a step back and focused on the ingredients. First, to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you will see the difference. Remember the code locked on gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Use the code locked on at checkout for 20% off primaloriginoils.com. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, and that's Built Bar. It's filled with so much holiday goodness, 
rich with decadent flavor and covered in chocolate, but it's amazingly low in sh- in sugar, calories, net carbs, and fat, but also high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. And there's so many flavors to choose from, you will have a hard time deciding. Are you going to have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate? Bill Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Throw one in your jacket or your purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And do you want to cozy up with something warm? Here is a holiday secret. Dip your Bilt Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. You let it melt a little and it'll be so tasty. And if you like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, get your hands on Bilt Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate and they taste so good you won't believe they're filled with protein. So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Once again, thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. We're free and available on all of your podcasting platforms. All right, Russ, it's time for some mailbag questions, and we've got some uh, good ones here. The first one is, now that you've had a little time to digest the firing of the coaches and assignment of Mike Yeo as interim, do you think it was the right move at the right time? I think it was the right move to to fire the coach. I don't know if it's the right move to put Mike Yeo in there, but with time constraints... It just happened. Yo gets this little bit of time to kind of see if he can, you know, do something different with this team. So it's an okay move. Is it the right move at the right time? Probably not. But it's the move they made. Yeah, you know, we were talking about timing relative to this five games in seven days and, you know, ahead of it. And we were saying that they either need to do it before or after. Yeah. And they did it in the middle and on the back-to-back days, which is like the worst timing of all of that in terms of being able to be nimble and make those changes and and do the rollout appropriately, deal with the players appropriately. And so, you know, it's definitely not ideal. I think the end result in terms of AV being gone is probably for the best. Um, And time will tell about Mikey O, but they they were just kind of stuck. But at the same time, like we've talked about, you know, Mike Yo does have that history with Chuck Fletcher. And so that additional trust allowed him to make that decision, I think, pretty easily, at least from his perspective. All right. Next question. Uh, what signs will you be looking for to suggest if it's time for a full or partial rebuild? I already think it needs to be a partial no matter what. I don't think we'll ever see a full. So the only way you see a full is that they become one of the three worst teams in the league, which I don't think is going to happen. Even then, I don't think the fan base is ready for it. I know there's some that would like to see it, but also there's a lot that who wouldn't pay for it and show up until they, they start to get better again. I think it's a different situation for the Flyers than it was for the Sixers back in the day. So I think it's going to be a partial. I agree with you there. And I think especially if Chuck Fletcher is a part of it, you know, his whole thing again and again for this season was having options and having, you know, plan A and a plan B. And it it hasn't been working out. 
But I think given all of that, he will be reluctant to blow it all up because he will want time for his methodology to try and work. Now, if he gets fired, that's a whole other ball game. Like I I think of a full rebuild is more likely if he gets let go. So the next question is along those lines, what does a retool look like for this team at this time? Well, about three weeks ago, I probably would have signed Ristolainen because I do like his play and I think he's doing a good job. But now, with everything up in the air, they're probably not going to do that. If they're in the playoffs, they're going to keep him. And if they're not, he probably goes at the deadline. you got to get assets for him. He's a really good defenseman. And so now is the time where you could get out your hanky. Um, because at some point over the All-Star break, assuming that Claude Giroux isn't picked to be an All-Star, and he might be, uh, still, even if some personnel go out there to Vegas, assuming they have the game, they have to talk contract with him and kind of at least see what he's looking for. If he will sign for less money on a short-term deal to stay in Philly, then I think he stays. If he wants market value and a longer-term deal, then I think they do have to trade him. So at some point, that conversation is going to have to come up. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think Ristolainen is one of the key pieces at the trade deadline if they're looking to sell. Right. So... He is more likely to be somebody traded at the trade deadline than Claude Giroux is, for sure. Is this team going to look good enough that he'll want to stay here, or is he going to want to just get out of here and and start for fresh? Who? For Ristolainen or Giroux or both? Ristolainen. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, that's a Because it's a, a two-way relationship, right? So he's going to yes. want to stay here and, and know that he'll have a key role with this team and make the money that he wants to. And I, he could want to walk. And so we'll see how that plays out. I know everybody wants like Konechny traded and this guy traded. You can only trade so many. For what at, at this point is right. my question. Yeah, JVR is going to be very hard to trade to. That's a guy you can maybe trade at the draft when everybody's got everything off their books and maybe somebody could take on his salary and say, all right, or the Flyers eat some, then you might see something with JVR. I don't think you'd see it at the deadline. All right, next question, and this comes from uh, Bob Haynes on Twitter. Will Mike Yo employ the one two two four check? Has he used it in the past in St. Louis and Minnesota? Yeah, he has used it. I don't think you have the personnel here to do it. That's exactly my answer to it as well I think that the Flyers just do not have the speed and it's interesting because you know in certain situations in his use of that formation and just his style of forecheck that he used especially I would say in Minnesota that it involved a little bit of dump and chase style because that team had the speed that they could do it and I just don't think the Flyers can do that. And I think, you know, on the other side of that coin, Yo knows that. And he's not dumb. And he's not going to employ a strategy that won't work with the personnel he has. I do think he's very smart in that way. Yeah, I mean, you, if you're going to do that system, you've got to have a couple pairings that could really lock it down. And a couple of lines that could really lock it down. And 
they don't have one pairing that can lock it down right now. No, and I especially worry about guys getting back, right, if it doesn't work. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure if I would be betting on anything in particular about the Flyers right now because so many things are in the air. But if you did want to bet on over-unders or anything like that with the Flyers, bet online is the place to go. Bet online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And it's only getting better as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. So, Russ, just kind of piggybacking off that last question, I'm just curious, uh, do you think the Flyers will end up being able to be buyers at the trade deadline or you think like we're gonna just be sellers you know i think they, they're gonna try and do both i honestly and some teams are doing that these days and i think that's the way chuck will play it i think he'll say yeah there's guys available and i'm looking to make deals and i wouldn't mind you know fortifying the roster too so i kind of think they're going to try and do both Yeah, I think Chuck Fletcher, if he's going to be doing this retool, I think that's the right approach and just, you know, see who's available. And if they think that somebody can make this team better in the long run, then why not? All right. The next question is, I really like this one a lot. What is the weirdest coaching change the Flyers have made? Well, I remember there was a time when Craig Ramsey replaced Roger Nielsen. Remember, Roger Nielsen was sick. He was getting cancer treatment, and then he got replaced. And that was odd. That whole thing was odd because he was on, Nielsen was on medical leave. And then he got informed that, hey, you're replaced permanently by Craig Ramsey. That was very uncomfortable. Fans were not happy with it. There was a lot, there were a lot of people that weren't happy with that. Yeah, that is an interesting one that I hadn't really thought of. I think, like, for me, the one that was the weirdest is when, you know, they really should have just cut ties with Peter Laviolette in the off season, but then they didn't. And then, so like three games into the season, they fired him and promoted Craig Berube. Right. Yeah. That was odd. I was surprised that Laviolette was gone. He was mad. He, he's still mad at the flyers to this day. I mean, I'd be too. He does not like coming into Philadelphia. At times, he will get testy with the media here. I think it's lessened the last couple of years. But for a little while here, he he was blustery when you tried to talk to him in an interview. It's a shame because like he really was a beloved coach. And you remember all that Winter Classic stuff, all the fishing stories. Oh, yeah. Everybody, you know, he really loved the area, too. But, yeah, they he he did not like that. And I don't blame him. All right, next question. What do you think the team could change from a marketing or identity perspective to assuage fans who are concerned about the direction of the team? 
You know, identity, you can't force an identity. Like last night, Cam McCarr said after the game, we're an offensive team. Well, there you go. That's an identity. We all know that, right? We look at the abs and that's the first thing we think about is their offense. Now, they weren't happy that they gave up so many goals, so they're going to try and, you know, be more defensive anyhow. And he talked about that too. I think when you have a coach and he says, hey, we want to be hard to play against, well, you'll achieve that when all your players are actually on board with that, which right now they're not. So right now it's going to be hard to gain an identity. Yeah, I think for me it's hard because – I always say like, oh, I appreciate what the Flyers social media and marketing is in terms of being mostly matter of fact, but then occasionally throwing some personality in there just to remind you that it's there. Right. But and maybe like leaning into some of the um, cynicism a little bit more with just a Mm -hmm. little bit of an edge in terms of during the game, going with the ebbs and flows of the game. A little bit more just to feel like, yeah, we're in it with you kind of okay. kind of I thing. I liked it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll work, if it would get too negative. Like it, it's a delicate balance there. But I think if you just maybe add a little bit more emotion into what they're doing, I think that might help. Well, what was the Stallone movie where, where he was mountain climbing and he'd be like hanging by his thumbs? You remember that movie? Oh, God. I, I do know what you're talking about, but I yeah. don't remember what And, it's you know, called. somebody out there, yeah, somebody out there knows it, too. It's like a one-word movie. But at any rate, if you showed that <laughs> on Twitter and you said, we're hanging in there with you, that would be good. Get him to do a voiceover or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to bother me. And in about an hour, I'm going to remember the name of that movie. And me then too. I will be mad about it. Okay. And... There's a couple questions here related to the upcoming holidays. Uh, Cliffhanger? Was it Cliffhanger? Oh, maybe it was Cliffhanger. That's good. That's my guess. All right. You know, a lot of times you have um, friend groups or family or whatever. What is your favorite type of holiday exchange? Do you prefer a white elephant or a random draw? I don't know what a white elephant is. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so a white elephant is you get a price range, right? That's, you know, like $20 gifts or whatever. And everybody buys a $20 gift and you throw it into a pile and then you draw random numbers. And so number one gets to pick a present, they open it. Number two can either steal number one's present or open a new one. Oh, wow. Okay. And so it continues from there until until all the presents are open, essentially, and all the stealing has happened. I would go random draw. I'll tell you... There's somebody, and I think it's a little late now. I don't think it, 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 you could do it anymore. But um, I know somebody on Facebook who does this with puck swapping every year. So just randomly, everybody spends the same amount, like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. You send in a puck and you get like a secret Santa. And I did it last year and it was good. I actually, you know, I put up one that was like an NHL 75th anniversary puck that I just probably wasn't utilizing enough and picked up along the way and... You know, I got one back and it was like a ranger puck. And I'm like, okay, I can put that with my team puck collection. So I was, um, I was happy with that. And I thought that's a good way. And that's organized on Facebook. So, I, you know, that's a cool thing. I really like that a lot. Um, I only wish I had more 
in real life hockey friends that I could do that with. <laughs> most of <laughs> most of my friends were all were all like Broadway, sci-fi, oh, yeah. pop, pop culturey people. So we tend to do our our gifts that way. We could do it with playbills, but I don't have a lot. I probably have like three playbills. That's it. Playbill, actually, you can order like random playbills. You just pay them a certain amount of money and they'll just send you five random playbills. It's a good gift oh, for anybody who likes Broadway okay. stuff. All right. Last question. If you were shopping for Mike Yo for the holidays, what would you get him? Uh, You know, as a, a guy who doesn't have a lot of hair, I would get him some talc because I don't <laughs> like the shiny head. And I think the shiny head in a press conference can be um, distracting. So I like the matte finish, not the buff finish. That's a, a very interesting thing. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, you know, do you get him a defenseman or, you know. Actually, did you like... notice all the Flyers coaching staff now is bald? Yes, that is true. That, that is, is true. true. So, yeah, maybe you get them all like nice fedoras or something. Yeah, there you go. I like that. All right, wrapping up with our Flyers fun thing. Last night was the season ticket holder um, holiday event where they had a skate on the ice and picked with Gritty and all that good stuff. And there should be a bunch of the pictures of it that I'll end up on social media. But um, always good when season ticket holders get rewarded for sitting through (laughs) these games. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best things you could do. I mean, it's so much fun. The only thing that I do that's close is like if I go to the Winter Classic, which I've gone to most of them, uh, or some of the outdoor games, you know, the media gets to skate on the ice and it's just tremendous. It's so much fun. It's just, you take a lot of pictures, you goof around, love it. I love every minute of it. It's like the best time. Well, that'll do it for today's show. We'll be back again tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game versus the Devils. We'll have a prospect profile for you. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you. Send us in your mailbag questions via Twitter at LockedOnFlyers, or you can email us at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. I'm Russ. I'm at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y. You made us your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling.